February 6, 2008, my life forever changed. I was just days before my 19th birthday, and I had just started college as a freshman. While that sounds exciting, I've never felt so worthless and miserable in my entire life. In fact, I wanted to take my own life because of how miserable I was. But it is only because of God and God alone that I am alive today, 15 years later. That being said, Today, I want to provide my testimony so that we would bring God the glory and that we would be encouraged to move forward and live for Him because He meets us right where we're at, even when we are at our worst. Growing up, I was already involved in church. I had parents who believed in the Lord and taught me about the Christian faith at a young age, in addition to Sunday school and the first two years of grade school since the school was Christian. For the most part, my life was good almost perfect even. There were many happy times until things changed as I entered public school, such as middle school and high school, where I was exposed to a secular environment for the first time. Now, despite growing up in a Christian household, I felt like the most worthless person in the world. Growing up, I was bullied and made an outcast in school, even among, even among those who were supposedly my friends. This caused me to have serious trust issues and social anxiety as a result. At the same time, I've also wanted to fit in since I was rejected, including dressing like the quote-unquote cool kids and pretending to like the same things they liked, whether it was music, TV shows, and so forth. In high school, things got worse as I began cutting classes, including full days of school. And, and in that time, I would just try to hang out with people or, or even just be alone. There was even one point where I got arrested and spent the night in jail for vandalism. My grades suffered significantly, and I became rebellious to my parents who were concerned for me and prayed for me nonstop. Now, when I was a child, I used to be a A-plus student. I was on the honor roll. I worked hard, but because I was so focused on pleasing people and trying to fit in, even though I didn't trust anyone, I essentially dumped myself down, and I just became someone who just didn't like to study. I chose not to study and ended up skipping classes. Nevertheless, when I graduated high school, I managed to do it in time, but just barely. Fast forward to college, several factors took place that led me to ultimately want to take my own life. Because of my poor studying habits growing up, I did not do well in college. I lacked understanding of many things, whether it was words, whether it was just the class itself, just any concepts. I wasn't a big, I wasn't a reader. I wasn't, in, I was so out of touch with everything, the club, news, politics, etc. And as a result, I just felt stupid. I didn't know anything. And as a result, I got overwhelmed in my first semester of college, especially after I had failed a class that I had little to no experience in before switching to another school with more course programs because the first school it was only a, a certain field that was that was being taught it was more of a specialized type of school if that makes sense anyway so despite switching schools i still felt overwhelmed and i did not know what to do with my life i started thinking like why am i here what's the purpose of me living if i feel like my existence was meaningless it was also around this time I was dealing with relationship drama from a girl that I was briefly with. 
until I ended it abruptly after finding out that there was another guy trying to talk to her and she was interested. The guy, however, he turned out to be a jerk and she eventually broke up with him. I was also mad at her from jumping from relationship to relationship where she apologized and asserted she still had feelings for me. However, she told me that we would wait a while before coming back together again. Little did I know she was already talking to someone else who apparently is our, who in actuality is our, ironically is her husband now. It's crazy. Either way, I felt unloved because the ordeal with my ex left me feeling like I was just some other guy without any regard to how I felt. At this point, overall, overall, I, I was at a point in my life where I felt like an insignificant worm of a human being. I became depressed and disoriented because I felt like my life was meaningless. I felt like I wasn't living. I was merely existing. I used to tell myself, day by day, I feel like I'm wasting my life away. And if I die, nobody would care about me. I felt like the writer of Ecclesiastes who repeatedly said, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Nothing felt significant to me anymore. And everything felt numb. Although one friend told me, it's going to be okay. She did not understand what I was going through because I was too ashamed to tell her. My parents didn't know about it either because I was too ashamed to tell them. You would think that since because they are Christians, Plus, given that your, your father's a pastor, it would be easy, right? No, quite the opposite. I was too ashamed because I didn't think they would understand. If anything, I felt like I failed as a son. Due to the rough social experiences growing up, I felt like I couldn't connect with anyone. I felt like the worst talker ever because I felt like I had nothing to talk about. I felt like... Nobody would want to listen to me. And plus, in addition to my own trust issues, I'm introverted, so being amongst crowds or large groups of people and hanging out were no go for me. As a result, I just felt I was lonely. I was lonely because of all these things. And plus, whenever I was around people, even those who were actually my friends, I just couldn't help but feel invisible, felt unseen. I felt unappreciated and unloved. These were things that I was telling myself in my mind. Also, struggled with sleeping. Fearing that I would die in my sleep and go to hell. Only to wake up and throw up. And this was something that never happened to me before. Guys, where I would just wake up and just throw up. But that was how, but that was how miserable I was. What truly shocked me is my reflection in the mirror. I was as pale as a ghost. At that point, I realized that I was truly miserable and began thinking things like wanting to cut myself, or maybe I should end my life, such as letting myself get hit by a train. I had never thought about self-harm before. Here I was thinking about it to the point where I wanted to die. At the same time, however, I also thought about the Christian faith I was raised in, and how some Christians some were full of joy because they were in love with the Lord. While I knew of God and was not opposed to His existence, I did not have an actual relationship with Him. 
My Christianity was limited to just Sundays, a couple of Bible verses and prayers here and there. But I wasn't what you considered devout, passionate about the Lord. Even so, I wanted to see God because I figured, hey, I was at the end of my rope. This was my one chance to find hope. And so on February 6, 2008, he saved me. At the time, I was on break between college classes and decided to go home because I was so broken inside. And I didn't want anyone to see me cry. The moment I got home, I got down on my knees and just wept. Just wept. Maybe I said, God, save me. I need you. And at that moment, the Lord heard my cry. One moment I was feeling empty and dead inside. Next thing I felt was joy, love, peace, hope. This wasn't me conjuring up positive emotions. It was the presence of God. And, the first, and for the first time in my life, God was real to me. He wasn't some distant being in the cosmos. No. He was there with me in a tangible way. As the psalmist said in Psalm 34, verse 18, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Not only was it a moment of prayer, but it was also a moment of worship. I, at the time I looked up the song, I Can Only Imagine by Mercy Me, since it talked about one day being with Christ in eternity as the lyrics go. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus, all in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence, or to my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And although, yes, we think about that day, one day being with Christ in eternity, worshiping him, being with him, but that day, he was there at that moment with me and my brokenness. And all I wanted to do was worship. All I wanted to do was just be with the Lord because he met me when I was at my worst. When I felt like I had nothing, when I felt like my life was insignificant, when I felt like I had no future, I felt like I had no hope. He was there. He was with me. And for the first time in my life, I, I had hope. Because God was with me. He met me right when I was at. Afterwards, I went back to school for my next class, except this time, I wasn't miserable. I had hope. I had met the hope of my salvation. I met the hope of my salvation. 
and the rest they say is history. That's the story of my conversion. The day that God saved me and turned my life around. And not only that, on that faithful day, God didn't just save my life. He saved my soul. Despite all the pain I faced, my biggest problem is that I'm a sinner. Just as you are a sinner. And by default, I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It didn't matter if I grew up in church or knew the Christian lingo. I did not know God. And if anything, I was under condemnation and the judgment. No righteous work claiming myself to be a good person would save me. Not even bring, saying that I grew up in church and that I had Christian parents. None of that would save me. But as Romans 5 verse 8 says, God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ took our place on the cross, bore God's wrath that was meant for us so that we would be justified and reconciled to him. Moreover, we have been brought from darkness to light, from death unto light, regenerated in the power of the Holy Spirit, sanctified and ultimately glorified to the glory of God. Friends, we are here for a reason. We are here for a reason. Our lives are not meaningless. We are here for a reason. And that's to know Him, to know God, and to make Him known. And just as God saved us, we, we must tell others who don't know Him about Him. And if you're someone whom I whom and, and if you're someone whom you felt like I was feeling 15 years ago. Just know that you're not alone. Cry out to God and he will save you. He will forgive you of your sins and give you a brand new life. That is eternal life, one in which you will spend the rest of your life and after knowing God. My friends, knowing God is the greatest relationship that you will ever have. And coming to know him is the greatest decision you will ever make. More, more than money, more than titles, more than people, more than fame. It's about knowing God. It's rejoicing that God, He made a way for us. That He would bring us to Himself, even when we don't deserve it. Because we, we have sinned against Him. 15 years later, I'm more grateful than I have ever been. While I have much to learn, I am thankful for what the Lord continues to teach me, whether it's in my life or in his word. I know that without God, I would not be here. And with him, my life will never be the same.